to the Huntley Baptist Church podcast. We hope that this message can be an encouragement to you today. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com. We're in Matthew. Judge not is the title of today's message. Um, we'll try and keep it as, go as fast as we can. <laughs> Matthew 5, uh, sorry, Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Let's just start there and we'll read verses 1 to 5. Do not judge so that you will not be judged. For in the way you judge, you will be judged. And by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye or how can you say to your brother let me take that speck out of your eye and behold the log is in your own eye you hypocrite or as Jeremy would say you actor first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye hey many years ago I was uh, given a contracting job out of my normal patch now yes contractors even have patches (laughs) Ernie have you got a patch (laughs) there's a sort of an area that the contractor operates in and I happen to I happen to be in this different spot to normal and I was talking to a client when a vehicle pulled up uh, and it led to me being introduced to the local contractor. Awkward. <laughs> I introduced myself, to which um, the local guy said, I know who you are. Uh, I thought, wow, that's great. That's great. At least one of us knows that. <laughs> I don't even know who I am. <laughs> but this guy seems to know. And that was then. And over time, God's uh, plan has actually become clearer to me. But it's been like a giant jigsaw puzzle. And looking back, I can see God's hand uh, in every step. You know, I, I, I think it's just good to look back sometimes, not all the time. But those pieces were being carefully placed to craft something worthy. Messy and painful at times but beautiful in his eyes and in dark times and good it's taken faith to believe he knows best but the key is to know who you are in Christ and to not give up and in those valleys we only see like the backside of a tapestry now I asked Nicole to bring along a tapestry as she's done and on the back is sometimes a little bit messy, but when McColl's on the job, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> but sometimes you see threads all hanging out. When my sisters did it, there was threads everywhere and colour all on the back. But if we turn it around, yes, on the other side, uh, we've got an amazing picture on the other side. And I think that's worthy of mention. Thanks, McColl. Awesome. Uh, I believe there's a a new kind of war going on in the spiritual realm there's there's an unholy attack taking place aimed at questioning people's true identity and like never before those who are unsure of their identity which I was talking about earlier 
about myself, those who are unsure of their identity are the target. Identity is now so important, discovering it's become an epidemic. I believe everyone's true self-esteem and identity are actually anchored in the nature of God. And the enemy knows this, and he's attacking the foundation of who we are meant to be by offering heaps of distractions. And I believe the Lord is, you know, uh, is saying that we don't get to truly find out who we are until we find out who he is. Outside of Christ our rock, all else is sinking sand. Romans 14 verse 13 says, Therefore let us not judge one another anymore, but rather determine this, not to put an obstacle or stumbling block in a brother's way. So judging others by our standard is a stumbling block to people discovering for themselves who they are and how amazing God is. Judgment based on outward appearance is sin, and Jesus says don't do it. In this age of social media, I really feel for anyone, but especially young people, still trying to figure out who they are and who God is. They need our prayers more than ever. Well, Jesus continues his amazing teaching with today's reading in Matthew 7 with the words, Judge not that ye be not judged. That was a bit of King James for you. <laughs> this, this truly, I think, was uh, and still is an amazing statement. Judge not that ye not be judged. This teaching was radical at the time, and it's radical now. Because it's so natural, isn't it, for all groups to judge on outward appearance. 1 Samuel 16, 7b says, For God sees not as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And as believers, we are charged with the job of seeing past the natural world to what's going on inside others with the eyes and the ears of the Holy Spirit. You know, clothing, tattoos, hairstyles, skin color, hair length shouldn't affect our acceptance of others in any way. God loves variety, and so should we. But in our own strength, we can't love and accept others like we should. And so I've got some, some tools here today that he's given us. Fortunately, God gives us the tools to do what he's asked us to do, if we ask him for his help. So the first of these is a renewed mind. Is, is there, there we go, tools to overcoming. Number one, the renewed mind, which uh, uh, Malcolm referred to before. Romans 12 verse 2 says, uh, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, the renewed mind fits us perfectly and positions us for creativity when we're not uh, in that renewed mind, we, we judge. We look at things in the natural. But when we're in Christ, we have the mind of Christ. 
tailor-made for us. We'll begin to see others as he sees them and think about others as he thinks. But it will come through the person he's made us to be, still with our own unique personality and identity, I believe. Jenny says, oh, man, I wouldn't want to be in your mind. It's just way too busy. <laughs> it never rests. And I'm just glad I'm not in hers. All that, all that gift buying and babysitting. <laughs> the point is, uh, God transforms our mind to enable us to become the person that we're meant to be all along. Our renewed mind fits us perfectly. When our minds are transformed and, and we are secure in who we are, we can love others unconditionally. And there's no need for judgment when, we love, when love is our motivation. James 2.13 says, For judgment will be merciless to the one who's shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Within God's creativity... Surely there is room for others to do things differently. It's God's job to do the judging. I'm not saying there's not a judgment, but it's God's job to do the judging, not ours. If, I, if we focus on what we're called to do well, we won't have time to be critical of how another division of God's kingdom is operating. Let's turn concern into prayer for them. This surely is what it means to take the log out of our own eye in order to bring clarity. So a transformed mind, I believe, is like a canal that the Holy Spirit is allowed to flow freely through. So the second tool. The second tool available to us is to pull down strongholds of prejudice, bias, and other stinking thinking. 2 Corinthians 10.4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. Now, a fortress is generally a series of blocks that together make a stronghold. Any thinking that labels people, groups, or cultures, or calls them by a negative generalization is a stronghold. The renewed mind works to bring down those divisions and put, put downs and exposes wrong thinking. This should be the case for all parties when God's in the mix. That's the key. One by one, he removes those blocks that man is built up until the enemy has nowhere to hide. It's pretty hard to hide behind one rock. They do it on the movies, the old cowboy movies, eh? <laughs> but it's pretty hard to hide behind one block. The strength of the stronghold is in the lies of the enemy. And when truth is spoken in love, the stronghold crumbles. But before that can happen, we need to change our thinking towards those who are different. Verse 5b says in that reading from 2 Corinthians, says, Taking every thought captive in obedience of Christ. 
So judgment is a state of mind that leads to attitudes that build strongholds that the enemy camps out in. But those with a renewed mind, speaking truth in agreement with the Holy Spirit, tear down those strongholds block by block. So this is the second tool in our attempt to not be judgmental. Tearing down strongholds. We need a, a renewed mind that's tailor-made for us in order to tear down those strongholds. But the third one, this was interesting to me. I discovered this this week. God said to Moses, what's in your hand? You remember that? The start of his ministry. What's in your hand? He had a rod, a little old carved rod. And God used that, didn't he, to empower Moses to do things for him. He was about to empower Moses to do miracles with that rod, using what he already had available. But in Zechariah chapter 1, verse 18, the land was under attack by four horns. So I'm just going to go there and read this very quickly. Um, Zechariah chapter 1. Verse 18, Then I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, there were four horns. So I said to the angel who was speaking with me, What are these? And he answered me, These are the horns which have scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. So they're, they're there to do harm. Then the Lord showed me four craftsmen, and I said, What are these coming to do? And he said, These are the horns which have have um, scattered Judah so that no man lifts up his head, but these craftsmen have come to terrify them, to throw them down, the horns of the nations who have lifted up their horns against the land of Judah in order to scatter it. So, wow. The land was under attack by four horns. The number four refers to the earth, four seasons, four directions, east, west, North, south. So four is the number of the earth. The horns were allowed to cause havoc. And it scattered people. Sounds like the enemy, doesn't it? Scatter things. Divide. Divide and conquer. What is the Lord's answer to the enemy's attempt to divide and conquer? This may surprise you. Craftsmen. Craftsmen. Yes. In Satan's attempt to wage war against true identity in Christ, our response should be to give people purpose and skills rather than fighting back perhaps with placards, hand-wringing or despair at what the state of society is. Perhaps we should offer alternatives that give dignity and mana to people with heads hung low. And few skills. Maybe we could counter the distractions of the enemy with work, craft, and qualifications. If you're concerned where we're going, where we're heading as a nation, a country, and in the world, let's think about these three tools God's put in our hands. Our renewed mind, our transformed mind. Pulling down the strongholds that hold people apart, that separate and have classified and generalized groups. And finally, to give people mana and respect 
by giving them skills and craft. Judge not, let ye be judged, is a challenge for our time in history. So I believe let's overcome judgment and prejudice by being transformed by the renewing of our unique God-given mind. Let's pull down strongholds and the lies, the lies that hold people captive in stigma and create space and opportunity for all to receive a second chance through the creativity God's given us. Amen. Lord, we just want to say thank you for your word. It's full of treasure. And this is, I believe, your word to us today. To step out and keep doing the things we're doing to offer people hope. To offer people opportunity, skill, trade, craft. Lord, to just... But bring down those strongholds that I can't do it. I'm, I'm no good. I'm useless. Bring those strongholds down. Lord, just so we can step up to who you meant us to be. In your plan and purpose. In the bigger picture. In this thing we don't even understand yet. Called life in Christ. And so Lord, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit. You're doing something. You're doing things in our midst. You're, we're seeing miracles. We're seeing little miracles. We want bigger, bigger change. We want more transformation, God. We want you to be Lord of all. And we ask that we do it in your name. We, we, we just can't do it in ourselves, in our own strength. Lord. So we, we say, come, come, change, transform, do stuff, keep doing stuff. In us. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Huntley Baptist Church Podcast. We hope that it has been an encouragement to you. Please feel free to contact us at huntleybaptist at extra.co.nz or visit us at huntleybaptist.com.